Hey coconuts, welcome to weekly market updates. This week we talk about two stocks that just had their earnings call, Roku and Amplitude. They have something in common. And lastly, we talk about the Russian conflict. Will that have an impact in our stocks? TFC's weekly market update scours the net to find worthy financial news to be further discussed and expanded. It is a banter session with facts, figures, and fun to help you get caught up in the world of investing. So join in the banter live with me, Rakesh, your host, weekly Tuesdays at 8 p.m. on our YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Hey, Coconuts. Welcome back to weekly market updates with me, Rakesh. Anthony. And who do we have and here? Oh, we seem to have a special guest. Ah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys. Is he bored? <laughs> he must be. La. He must be. Yeah, yeah. Come back to Singapore, I, nothing to do. Yes, yes. But I, if you don't know me, I don't know what you're doing, la, right? <laughs> In the network, okay? So, yes. I'm, I'm Reggie. I'm taking over Jefferson today. Yes, Jeff is not feeling too well. So, very happy to be pulled onto the show with you guys. Thank you for having me. Yes. Please. You know you're always welcome. Uh, always, always fun to have you on. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, especially as a filler, la. I think you need, you need, you need filler. Yeah. No lah, it, it, it's, it's good. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> These things though, you don't need to. Good, say, good that right? we don't need to talk about interest rates today. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> at least I have quality. You know, at least I have sufficient quality to have that. Right? Okay. Thank you. Thanks for having me on the show. Very popular show these days. Yeah, right on the charts, guys. So thank you for you know pushing the show. Yes. No, thanks to our listeners for listening. So, all right, guys, let's get right down to it. Let's talk about three things today. First, we're going to bring up Roku's earnings. Second, we're going to talk a bit about Amplitude's earnings. And um, I'm crying a little bit. I'll be honest there. And, <laughs> and lastly, some topic that we have to talk about is, is the conflict between Russia and Ukraine and the outcome that it could have on the market, right? So obviously, we'll get to that towards the end. But let's start off with market updates, Roku earnings. Anthony, take it away. All right. Um, I mean, it's great to have Reggie here, right? So last week, he released a podcast, you know, Potential Multibaggers. Roku was one of them. They announced earnings. <laughs> Guess what? It dropped 22% the next day. That's a, that's a, that's a deeper discount for an even higher probability of the multibagger, right? So, well, yes, exactly, exactly, right? But I, I love the timing. This is brilliant. I was like, okay, we saw, I saw this, like, okay, we have to talk about this today, right? <laughs> <laughs> are you like okay, poking so, me on this? <laughs> no, no I, I'm also a back holder, so okay, so we are in the okay. same boat. Okay, we're carrying we're the, the bag. We're carrying the bag. We diamond hand, guys. Yes. yes. Continue, continue. Yeah, we buy more, buy more, <laughs> buy the dip. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So in in case the you non know, coconuts don't know what Roku does, um, listen to Reggie show. He will, he'll tell you. Right. It's it's a connected TV platform. That that's pretty much all you need to know about it. I'm more interested in the figures. What what happened? They, they actually had decent earnings, right? So they announced earnings per share at 17 cents. That was much, much higher than the 9 cents that, that most people forecasted. Um, revenue was a bit lower. It was 865, about 2 or 3% lower than expected, but still 33% higher than last year, right? EBITDA was 55 million, so positive, making profit, but again, below expectation. And I think what, what really drove the share price down was them saying, we expect low growth next year. Mm. In the sense right. that, well, our, our EBITDA is not going to be great. Um, you know, it's, it's okay. We are doing well, but because we are investing, um, we, we are going to have lower growth and there's supply chain issues. There's all of that. It will be a good year, but it won't be a stellar at, at least for the next few quarters. And well, with, with the market like this now, I think nobody liked that and, and it just went 
down, down, down. You know, even if results were actually quite decent. Yeah, that was, that's it. <laughs> Similar story on the other end, I have to say. All right. <laughs> it's like you're saying the same thing I'm about to say. For don't, don't, don't you love it, right? <laughs> Not, nothing much happens and it's down 10, 20%. Oh, it's, it's like we're in the crypto insane. market now. <laughs> Oh <laughs> it's God. like in the crypto market. You know, yeah. maybe maybe there's the feeling of the retail investors, right? All the retail investors they leverage up, so they're all reacting the same, right? So <laughs> yeah, maybe you know, maybe maybe yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. This is just mad. But yeah, I think for Roku, I mean, I for all of you that you know have not heard the episode that I did last week on the multi baggers that Roku is one of my you know um, the first pick. You know, when I when I was putting together the episode, because I know this kind of stock idea is very popular, uh, always off the charts one, right? So I have to, <laughs> as a content creator, you know, we need numbers, right? So, so I thought, okay, like, once a while, I'll slot these kind of things in. Right? So Roku was my easy pick. Actually, the last two, uh, the last one was a hard pick. Uh, the first one, Roku was an easy pick. Why? Because I think one thing that they've shown to be very successful is to transform away from the low margin hardware business into the high mm-hmm. margin ads and you know platform fees kind of business right which is which is great and amazing right but, um, if you look at all the predecessors that uh, have tried something similar like your GoPro like your Fitbit you know they all try something similar right hardware low margins and of course because it's low margins the competitors don't want to come in right so all your big guys they have no interest in it right so low margin business and then eventually they try to sell some you know, connected fitness also. Fitbit try to do some yep. software, and uh, <laughs> GoPro try to do like their own you know OS to manage videos, yes. store with online editing and everything. Or everybody wants to be a platform, right? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, so course. everybody try, try, yeah, <laughs> to yeah. Get funding, uh, to get the funding, know, yeah, but they all come on. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I no, I mean, I mean, when they when they're at the listed position already, I don't think I don't think that's really the the thing. You know, it's more like after you've listed already, like where's your growth plans, right? You're here to dominate the space, right? So it's less about funding, but more about strategy, right? So the natural yeah. natural trajectory essentially is you know, uh, it, to it, 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 it's tried and proven, right? Web yeah. two platforms, mm. you you capture the margins there. You look at Apple, look at all of Bank essentially. They're, they're all platforms. Yeah. Episode. Yes, actually, all of yeah, them are all they platforms. They are all platforms. So, so, so that that that's I think that the play that everybody tries to go for. Yeah, yeah, and I think Roku is the only one in recent years that succeeded, you know, uh, to transform from a low margin hardware into a platform business. At least it looks like they're succeeding, right? So they're yeah, trying, la. Yeah, they're trying, la, Trying, you know. But, but hey, free cash flow quite serious. Eh, the based on the ad business. You know, three hundred million dollars. Mm. I think close to eight hundred million dollars on ads business. The last I recall, right? Yeah. So pretty good numbers. Mm. Yeah, but I, I think that that's one of the interesting things about Roku, right? I mean, you know, you, you think about well, I think there's two things. One is that when at least for a lot of Americans, when they think about Roku, they they think about the stick because that was their first product. Um, of course, if you are Asian and you are in Singapore, you don't think anything about Roku because they are not here. Mm. So, so we don't even know what they are. Um, and, and I think that the second part is uh, when, when, when you think about Roku, you think, oh yeah, it's high growth. They, they must be losing money hand over fist. But the, the reality is that they are not. They, they are, well, free cash flow positive with a decent amount of positive, which is, and it's not like just one mil, right? It's a decent amount. They, they could, they are EBITDA positive. So, so that's great. Um, their, their model seems to be working. Their, their margins are relatively stable. You know, they, they don't have any debt or they don't have any meaningful debt and they have lots of cash. Right? So, so even if we are saying there will be a downturn, it will, it will take a while, that's fine. Right? This company seems like it, it can survive without doing too much more. 
Right? Yeah. Unlike your, your high margin, you know, um, your hardware businesses where, where you lack Peloton, right? Where you need to keep pumping money in just to keep making products. Yes. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I feel hopeful, but I don't know, right? <laughs> you don't sound very hopeful. <laughs> yeah. I feel hopeful. Yeah. It's like, mm. <laughs> no, the conviction shaking, uh, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Always, uh, always. You, if, if you are ever too certain, right, let me say you're wrong, right? Okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, wow, wow, playing uh, excessive. Ex- ex- no, no, no. I think excessive certainty is problematic. <laughs> and by the way, I just want to say another company popped to mind. Square. They remember they started as a <sighs> the small little dongle thing. That's the hardware. <laughs> yes, trying to yes. do cash, do do cutless pay, uh, cashless payment, right? And then look at where, you know, where where they have come so far. Yeah. Yes, and look at where their share price has come so far too. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Another backholder. I'm just hoping that backholding, like tech growth is terrible. Yeah, yes, yes. This year definitely is a horrible year. That's why the internet is very quiet these days. Uh. You know, like, <laughs> but, uh, a lot of courses coming up. You can learn to prepare for the next cycle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Wow, look at this guy. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, but, even, even dividend guys, right? Everybody, value, dividend, growth, everybody's starting to teach now. Yeah, it's true, it's true. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, property also starting to teach again, right? So I see I mean, all the courses coming in. <laughs> never so. ending like, nowadays, never ending, honestly. Yes, yes. Um, hopefully, hopefully uh, our listeners can consume, right? And then don't need to go for these courses. But yeah, whatever. Yes. Yeah, you know, hopefully hopefully we are of, of, of value here, right? And I do believe so. Uh, and, and on that note, coming back to the topic at hand, Roku, right? <laughs> As we digress. They're, 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 they're a great company, right? Nothing much to talk about. <laughs> end of discussion, end of discussion, yes. No, I mean, Not financial because... advice, yeah, but... Yeah. <laughs> but you know when when I when I think of Roku and of course you know I'm I'm not as well versed as, as you and of course Reggie is uh, having done that uh, podcast is that I always looked at Roku as a as a device that you can stream and and watch all the, all the different things right now with that there is a lot of others out there as well so you, when you mentioned earlier like they don't really have to do much and they will maintain that growth so on and so forth. What did you mean by that? Because you've got Amazon that is trying to pump money in. You've got Disney Plus that's trying to grow into that. Do you see this uh, or do you see them as competitors? That's maybe the first question that I should ask. Okay, I, I think they are all definitely competitors, right? So, so Amazon had their fire stake, Eon Span. They, they mm-hmm. still have, um, they, they still are trying. Google, they are also trying, right? Uh, we, we had news, I think, a, a month or two back about Google, re- YouTube re-signing with Roku. But Google is a competitor because they also want to do an OS. And I think that the easiest way to think about maybe Roku now is that they are OS for TVs, right? So your, your phone, you have your Android and Apple, you know, for TV. I mean, there's Samsung, I guess. There's Samsung Internet TV. There's LG Internet TV yep. um, in, in Asia. But you know, in, in the US, apparently, there's nothing much. It's really just Roku. Mm. They have, what, 40 plus percent market share, um, which is great, right? And, and it's growing. They are, they are the largest connected TV OS in the US and Mexico, I think. So, mm. you know, that, that's where they are coming from and that's where Google was trying to compete, right? With, with Google, I, I don't even know what they call it, Google OS for TV, whatever, right? <laughs> but but that, that is the competition and, and that's a risk, um, no, no doubt. But I think, you know, with these sort of things, as we see platforms build out, you, you want the network effects, right? And and that's always you know where it comes back to. So so look, Roku is risky, definitely. Right? It's what fifteen billion company. Mm. It, it's not that big in the scheme of things. You know, um, Amazon could buy it with like free cash flow from a year. 
<laughs> if they really not even, to. not even. Uh, yeah. But not not even. It's that like one quarter fish cash flow, free cash flow. There you go. I have a new, you know, I have the leading OS in the US, mm. right? But that that's also the opportunity because it, it's a new market, you know, and it's so small. But you you can see the world moving to streaming, right? And and that is where I think the opportunity that. That I see, and I think Reggie sees as well. Mm. That if they can win, I mean, it's not certain that they will win. If Apple releases Apple TV, you are going to buy it. You're not going to buy Roku anymore. So, so that is you know going to be the challenge. But if they win, your upside is enormous. Right? It's like buying um, Amazon when they were still a bookseller. Yeah. Yeah, mm. so I think that's why it's a multi bagger, right? The discussion is not yeah. about growth, right? Multi baggers always have to go through quite a few big leaps, right? And one of the leaps is to have these giants surrender. That means they decide not to compete anymore, right? And just kind of col- collaborate, right? So I think I think for from Anthony's point about Apple, right? Yeah, maybe. Uh, okay, not maybe lah. I'm pretty sure if people if Apple comes to their own TV, you know, with the whole walk garden ecosystem, all the Apple users will hop on. Then they realize no Netflix. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, but 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 that, then that's the other the the other the other question altogether, right? It's Roku has multiple elements of the business that no one else is competing at once. So everyone is doing a little bit, little bit, and actually most of them are at the content play. Right, so the platform is too clunky and too heavy to build on your own already. So even what Rakesh was talking about for Disney, right? I mean, Disney is there's there's some article to show that you know this Disney was selling most of their early adoption all through Roku. Mm. Right, so so they they have gotten to a place where they got attack, they got the 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 users, and they also have their own shows. You know, so I I kind of see that whole. You know, and they assign Demi Lovato, right? There's only one Demi Lovato just you know running a talk show. <laughs> I don't know why lah. Like, uh, they can sign us, okay? They can sign us, but but you know the they they who cannot sign us? I don't know. They they cannot find any other people to talk already, so they have to find Demi Lovato, okay? But whatever it is, she's famous. She's a celebrity, and you know you you, you don't have another Demi Lovato, right? So if on the on the whole celebrity effect, then yeah, you you may see you you can kind of see that whole flywheel. Going on, right? But to me, the most important, you know, thing that they have cracked is really the high margin business of ads and platform fees, right? They have successfully got into that ground. Whether can they continue to grow? That's the question mark. Not so concerned about the whole like hardware slowdown, you know, because yeah, yeah you will see it across everybody like Whirlpool, you know, Peloton. Everybody will come and tell you, oh, they all got hardware supply chain problems. Everybody has it. Yep. Peloton um, got excess so it's not- supply, actually. I think so. <laughs> Peloton got excess CEO <laughs> la. Never mind, I stepped out already. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, you know. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm sure all these hardware guys they're all struggling. So it's not unique to them. Um, important to see how this new found cash flow because it's only last mm. quarter that they, they saw that top line really burst through with like all these. Yep. High margin business, right? So if they continue to grow at 80% on their top line for these ads and platform fees, due in a few quarters, that will be a what $2.5 billion revenue, right? Just just on just on that front alone. Just on that front. Exactly. Yeah, and that, then it will give them the war chest to compete. Right? And then you will feel a lot safer as an investor. Be like, okay, la, they can fight, la, you know, like Apple, yeah. okay, la, can, la, can fight. <laughs> you know, yeah. But for now, it's it, still it, a this is This is uh, this is a work in progress. La. It's yeah, it's a work in progress. progress, yes. Cool, guys. All right. Um, any cool. last words there? If not, we'll move on to a similar story with Amplitude. No, I think we're oh, very good with Roku. Um, just uh, not financial advice, but look at it seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Fifteen billion dollars today. Yes, can multi bagger lah. Like, my view lah. Like, my yeah. view. Yeah. If you if you if you want to hear longer my view, you can go and listen to to the other episode. Yes. Yeah. Definitely do so. All right, folks. Next up for our next story, we've got amplitude. Uh, we've talked about this before. Um, I remember bringing it up probably Q3, I think, um, just after the the IPO, right here on, on market updates. So thought we'd do a revisit given the um, the issues that they faced over the last week, right? <laughs> so <laughs> just like just like like Roku, the price actually tanked a bit. But let me give you some numbers first, right? Yeah. Most importantly. So revenue actually increased 64%, right, um, year on year. Uh, and it beat the estimates of revenue. So that's one thing that was good. Customers okay. actually increased by 54%, right, year on year. Mm-hmm. And retention increased from 119% to 123%, which means existing okay. customers paid 23% more than they did the previous year. Yep. Right? So that's the good aspect of things. The, the reason why they dropped... Uh, in terms of the stock price, what I believe to be the market sentiment is that their forecast for Q1 was still bigger than what it was this year, but <laughs> lesser than the estimates given by well, your 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 market, lah, right? Or, or the people writing whatever this is. Analyst, that. analyst. <laughs> oh, yes, analyst. <laughs> and here's the thing. It Come wasn't on. off by much, right? So they estimated 50 to 51 million. The... Estimation coming from the analysts are 51.3, right? Full year growth was only <laughs> off by 1.9 million from 234, which was said by Amplitude, to 235.9, which was said by analysts, right? And it okay. dropped almost 50%. People weren't happy about okay. those reasons, and it dropped from 40 bucks to 20 bucks. Obviously, I'm angry, what? but you know. <laughs> 50%? Yeah, it dropped from 40 to 16 or something, and then it shot back up. To twenty, right? Which I believe what is it, it is. What's now. the valuation now? What's the valuation now? Two point two seven billion, oh. and they IPO'd at thirty dollars, and it's okay. currently at twenty dollars. All right, mm. and they, by the way, just to let you know, they didn't. <laughs> they did just IPO in Q three, which is why we wanted to talk about it. So it's really been, yeah. I think, what two, uh, one quarter earnings. I think was the. <laughs> oh no, I think it was two yeah. quarter earnings that they yeah, released. Yeah. So really, not much history there, right? Um, but here's the thing. They didn't go through a spec, right? I thought I'd just, just point that out. They didn't go through a spec. It was actually evaluated by one of the big companies. And then they, they went through it. They went through the normal route. But yes. So, I mean, firstly, right. Well, <laughs> do you think this is a bit of an exaggeration? Um, Reg, what do you think? No, I, I, regardless, my personal advice, not financial advice, all you people should avoid IPOs. Right, because well, uh, I mean, if if you got in day one, you sold day eight, you have made a killing. Uh, yeah, right. yeah. IPO is right? not for the long term. Yeah. <laughs> okay, IPO is not in this market. <laughs> right, so no, 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 it's not just this. More like if you under, I mean, for all of you, you should understand the IPO process, right? The IPO process goes through this whole bidding up process with all these private investors, you know, and eventually, then uh, a part of it will then get leaked out into the market. So all the news, all the hype. Um, the people that make good IPOs, they all are out there to drive the hype, the excitement about it. Right? So there'll be a lot of expectations priced into it. Whether it you know, gets amazing off the roof or you know, like uh, it doesn't, that's a whole question mark. But there's a tendency for um, a lot of these private investors to then exit 
over the next few quarters. You know, once they are once yeah. they have finished their locked up period. Yeah. Right. So you also want to know. You also want to know, like, are uh, the founders are they exiting at at what rate are they exiting? You know, so all these things you won't know until you you let it kind of play through. You know, kind of let it kind of go out for a little bit longer. So usually, I don't look at IPOs until about a year into into the company. Right, so then I can I can you know see the management go to a few quarters and see how they perform, because a lot of times it's also this whole like investor management process and you get way more scrutiny when you're a public company. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of uh, you know management fumble. I mean Peloton, right? They fumble, right? So so a lot of management will fumble, and and he's not the only one, right? So um, you you wanna be able to. Kind of hold hold it for a while, at least in my view, hold it for a while. Stay a while, stay away from these kind of things, and just let it play out. Let all the people that are out for the hype to be gushed out first. There will always be a better entry point. Um, yeah, that, that's that's kind of that's kind of where I, am. I tend to avoid IPOs. Yeah, yeah, different different strokes are different folk. Yes, 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 yes. So I'm just sharing my stroke. Yes, that sounds a bit wrong, but anyway, <laughs> you, know? um, you can keep your stroke to yourself. Thank yes, you. yes, 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 yes. I know, I know. People queue up for IPOs. I was like, why? But hey, yeah. look, um, I, I remember this because we were talking about amplitude, and I was like, huh, what thirty price to sale? I think it was thirty or forty price it's to sale. Fifteen now. It's fifteen now. It was thirty. I was twenty something when I went in. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, right? So, so I feel like, huh, this is insane price. No way. Um, you know, sales shot up even over the last quarter, but that price of sales has gone down well because I think the market sentiment has changed, right? And, but you see, I don't think this change in sentiment is stock specific. It's just nobody like tech now, um, mm. which to me just goes, mm, oh, I, I like to be contrarian or, or I think that, you know, people are usually wrong because people are stupid. So, yeah, it, it's nice to to have a, a different view and to say, ah, if, if everybody's slightly scared, people don't like this kind of stock, then maybe it's time to look deeper into it, right? And and if you look at the financials, it looks decent. You know, your, your revenue growth is amazing. It's still 50, 60%. Um, retention, which is important for, for growth companies because you want to land and expand, right? So, mm-hmm. so your net, net dollar-based retention is, what, 123%, which is fantastic. So last year, somebody spent a lot of now they're spending $1.20 with you, right? It's the same yes. customer. So, so if you can increase your customer, you can increase the amount each customer spends with you. Hopefully, you don't lose too much on your business model. So your margin works. I don't know what the margin is. So, so that's probably something to look out for. But if their margins are still increasing, then, hey, this sounds like a good business, right? Honestly, I have no idea what Amplitude sells. Um, I right. think it's some process software. I, I don't know. But, you know, I think it's, it's, it's the, the SaaS companies follow the same story, right? You, you want to land and expand. You want to have good margins. You don't want to, you, you, you will spend a lot on sales and marketing, which makes free cash flow and EBITDA look bad and, and that's it, right? So, so that, there's, there's a script there. They are following it. We'll, we'll see how it plays out. Got it. Got it. Cheers, man. Actually, so Amplitude, I'm, I'm yeah. a user of Amplitude, just to let you know, pre-IPO, okay. which is why I think they're going to do well, right? Bias, massive bias. <laughs> Um, say it outright. <laughs> um, they yes. actually data insights of apps, right? Okay. Of event camp- campaign analytics. Like they, they do all of that, right? Specifically for in apps. And uh, they are the first in there with such an easy user interface. So I actually didn't need mm-hmm. much training in order to actually just do it, um, okay. which is pretty cool. Its competitors are still going through funding rounds. Let's put it that way. 
Series okay. B, I think, was the closest one. Of course, you've got Google, Google Analytics, but it's not specific into in-app and all of that, right? It's a lot more detailed with, with mm. Amplitude. Mm. But do you, do, you, do you then factors Google, Google's ability to just kind of like, you know, pivot and open up their analytics as, a, as an yeah. additional offering? They could just slice these guys, you know, like, like Mayola tomorrow. Free yeah, Google Analytics, I give you. <laughs> absolutely right. But then effectively, mm. you could say that about Roku as well. Tomorrow, Amazon could open up something, tie up with TVs. I think there's, I don't think it's Google's best interest to do that. Yeah, but I think they've got other fish to fry, in all fairness. Yeah, I, I think you know, the, 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 the fear I, or, or the, the concern I have with all this, you know, big tech could kill you the next day type of stories is mm. big no tech way. aren't actually that good. Yeah. All, not all the time, right? I mean, they, they launch a lot of products, you know, they, they try a lot of things and they fail in a lot of things as well. So, Yes, yeah. um, there, there's definitely overlap because I mean they're everywhere, so there will definitely always be overlap. Yeah, but but I I, I mean, you know, I, I want to challenge what Rakesh said about like, oh, isn't that can can't you say the same thing for Roku? I'm like, if you understand Roku the business Roku processes, is a it's a total different. <laughs> to 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 put it very bluntly, I mean, I don't discount the value that goes into data analytics, right? But you know, they're they're firstly they're not the only guys in data analytics. You know, there are a lot of other companies and 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 then we're talking about Google, right? So UI wise, you know, it's 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 really if if Google wanna be an ass and you know, just kinda like swing swing themselves into the game, then you know, it's 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 a lot easier, right? The 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 modes are the modes are not as clear at this point in time, I will say. You know, for a company like that. Yeah. But but it's it's riding the wave and um, I think I talked about this in one of the earlier podcasts about going forward. This is a hard time for a lot of growth companies because at today's uh, at today's price point, at today's valuation, um, it's very hard for them to raise money through equity. That's one thing, mm-hmm. and most of them will struggle through debt. They will be horrible with debt investment. So most of them will not ten percent, twelve percent year on year, right? Uh, for 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 their debt investment, they will not do it, right? So that's they, so cheap. Yeah, but they're worse than jump ball. For, 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 that's really, really cheap for mezzanine level debt, right? Yeah, and yeah. For, which for these companies, they would have to take. But if you think about it, it's it's a very serious debt compounded over time, right? So so yep. that's that's horrible, and I I dare say there will be a lot of M and A activities, you know, in the next few, in the next year, this year, next year. Yeah, you know, a lot of these small guys will be swallowed up. Yeah. I, I think just to add on that point, I mean, the, the M&A activities, it's already off the chart now, right? People are yes. busy. There's a lot of consolidation ever. going on. It, it, yeah. yeah, a lot of consolidation, um, which is why lawyers are quitting everywhere. But, you know, that, that's not <laughs> <laughs> Too much work, too much work. Cool, folks. Uh, thanks for that. Yeah, I wanted to bring that up. But um, I think there's value there. Whether it goes up to, uh, to what it was, 80 before all the tanking is a different question. I was, of course, I was massively happy. So when I met Anthony, uh, what was it? Q4, it was at 80 bucks. I was making almost, what, 40 bucks on the on each stock. I was like, whoa. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, genius, we already knew right? at that what point in time that? it was inflated. <laughs> yeah. So, so, you know, did you sell actually or, or we, we just wrote the wave and wrote the wave down? I sold some, but I kept most of it because I expected to really hit triple digits. Okay. I still do. Um, because I know the management, I know the, the software, and I don't believe Google can beat that. If not, um, right, we would have mm. we would have signed up with Google instead of why give give, give me a little bit of color. Give me a little bit of color. Why why are they so powerful from a fundamental point so of view? They operate with a lot of integrations. You can integrate with any of your APIs of your software, 
right? That also then then can then give you exact details of all the data you want to collect. So they're data aggregator for you as well, right? And it gives you the customization element and personalization element to then pull out data to make better strategic decisions. In a role model answer, that's what it is. Google Analytics sells you page views. <laughs> mm. That's it. Yeah, it doesn't go as deep. Nowhere deep. And you can run different campaigns. You can run different elements. Like, hey, okay, where did they click? Which page didn't they visit? For how long? Why? Mm. Um, so it's a lot more okay, data a, insights to see how to improve your, your UX as well as your, your flow. Yeah. Interesting. Oh. On, on that front, I just want to say um, Facebook and Instagram is still selling, still showing me ads for Turkey. Ah, so that's a problem, right? Because of the whole Apple thing that they don't get data from Apple. So like, why are you still showing me cafes in Turkey? Right? So this is something you know for all of you to think about. I'm already in Singapore, right? So yeah, Facebook, uh, the CPM going up, uh, not a very good sign. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. <laughs> Actually, we do have a stock geek up coming out soon, so of of Meta. Oh. So stay tuned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All about the data. Yes. <laughs> all right. All right. Last but not least, Anthony, why don't you uh, bring up this topic? <laughs> I I don't know if we are calling it war. Nobody has actually started fighting, right? Not fair. Yeah. Okay. I, I see people nodding their heads. No. Yeah. So so I don't think anybody is fighting. Fair. Um. Okay. So so as when we are recording this, um, Russia has sent troops into Ukraine. Um. And and apparently some tanks, even though not not too much, but um, yeah, they they found a reason they went in. Um, you know, it's been telegraphed by the US for whatever reason. I, I don't know. This whole thing is confusing to me, right? And look, I, I'm no geopolitical expert. Maybe Reggie thinks he is, but you know, let, let, let's not talk about <laughs> yeah. the, the, the political aspect of it. Reggie always thinks that, like, that one, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pseudo-geopolitical right? I mean, expert, yes. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we don't know what will happen, right? And, and, I don't, and if anybody tells me that, oh, this is definitely what will happen, I'm sorry, I don't think very highly of you now, mm. right? These are things mm. that are inherently uncertain. Even at, at most, Vladimir Putin knows, that's all. And even then, he might not know. Mm. <laughs> it's just what he wants to do, yeah, right? True. But I, I wanted to, to use this chance because, you know, you, you read the news and it goes up and down. Like, oh, Russia's, USA, Russia will go to war, it went down. Oh, Russia removed their troops, it went up. And, and today, of course, oh, Russia sent troops, it went down, right? So how do we, you know, with, with such a new cycle and with the market being horribly volatile now, you know, with our earnings reports and all that, how do we want to think about the market, right? Do, do we go and say, well, we look at the business only. Let's say I'm an sh- owner of Shopify. Obviously, this doesn't really affect me. Maybe there's like a, a second third or 1%, half a percent chance of World War Three, and that will affect me. But, you know, other than that, it won't, right? So I don't care. Or... Uh, how, how do we want to think through this? I think that, that's what I wanted to, to well, talk about with you guys. All right. I think the uh, Zudo geopolitical expert should go first. Oh, yes, yes. From a pseudo-historian point of view, uh, let us, not, let us not, not forget that you know, uh, Kiev was where it started, right? So that's where mm-hmm. the whole Russian Federation, they started in Kiev. So there's historical value there. That's one thing. So um, there's also the part of like when internally you're messy, then you try to attack outside fire a common enemy, right? So I think there's, there's a lot of that part you know, in, in Russia's you know, move to try to control Ukraine, you know, less less so on some sort of economic goal. You know, there's no economic goal in, in this. They already got Crimea as a fresh port. You know, they, you know, they have built 
multiple gas pipes away from Ukraine, so there's no real thing there, right? So I would say whatever it is, I doubt the US will intervene directly from a like yep. send troops in. It's stupid, it's crazy. I doubt the EU will participate also because there's no NATO pact. Right. So a lot of the volatility is uncertain on the sanctions against Russia, right? Mm. And how these sanctions will then affect oil prices. Mm. Right and and gold prices and I mean, gold is more like a hedge lah. So I think the main yeah. thing is still oil, right? Oil is the main yes. discussion. Oil and gas. Yeah, oil and yes. gas. So uh, I would say sanctions will come in very likely. You know, um, they have to f- do something, right? So there will definitely be sanctions. But I, I'm not a pro in oil and gas. I'm a pseudo pro in geopolitics lah, but not oil and gas lah. Okay? <laughs> Just want to say, and let us let us not forget. You know, the oil futures tank the other time. There's still a lot of oil stuck in a lot of midstream, you know, tankers and storage, right? So um, I would say from a supply from a supply perspective. Um, they could route away into Turkey. They could route into China, you know, to to resell elsewhere. So from a supply perspective, it's probably going to be relatively stable. But will this whole extended process and, you know, um, tariffs and, and what have you, all the middleman fees that they do then pay affect the overall price? This one, uh, I'm, not, I'm not too sure. Yes. I, you know, oil and gas is definitely there, but I think there's just too much I don't know in that field. I do know that they keep a lot of storage um, and, and whether that will affect is another one. However, the part that I'm worried about or the part that I, I am concerned about is just confidence, right? Consumer confidence, mm-hmm. which um, in economics means keep and hold cash or, or keep and, and buy gold or something to that effect, right? Um, and for me, that's the, that's the part. Whether it's going to be affecting the stock market, I have no clue. Absolutely zero. But I think, Con- right, to Reggie's point... confidence, like, what do you mean? So, yeah, consumer confidence, just like, oh, okay, I don't want to trust the market. Um, I think things are going to go to shit. You might go to World War I and hold cash. So I sell everything, all of my investments, all of my assets, and just hold cash. Really? I, I, so that's aren't the, those, like, that's preppers? That, that's challenging. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think those are. I don't know. I don't know. Is that like, okay, like so, to, to me that, that that's a far out, you know? Um, yeah, that's like super possibility. Small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in the normal but, distribution, but guess, these guys will be at the end, at the end, you know, All right? So, but but I guess it's it's one of those things where it, it's a small probability. Mm. Yeah, but I think, but you know, to to think about it, it's also one of those things where there's a very small probability, but the effects are serious, right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's outsized impact. It's not like you know, oh yeah, earnings miss a bit here, miss a bit there. It's literally World War Three, yeah. right? So so mm. maybe that that's the reason for it as well. It's it's one of those like oh yeah, this could kill you. You are not going to survive from. You are not going to come back from this type of thing, mm. right? So and and that's why the market's behaving that way because if it's like a thousand percent you know change, but one percent chance of it happening, your expected value is still big, right? So so I mean let let's not say that. It's a low possibility, therefore we don't think about it. This one, because it's of its outsized effect, I think, you know, on confidence, on, on the ability of the world economy to function, on the ability of the world to function, right? There, there has to be some sort of effect on it. Yeah. But are we seeing Bitcoin prices move up? No, it crashed. Huh? Yeah, you see? Yeah. Come on, come who's on. The one, who's the one that said Bitcoin is the new goal? 
Who's one? Eh? Uh, <laughs> not, one not us, la, sorry. No, not we, us, we have been. Bitcoin is the we, new we digital la- gold. We have been uh? laughing about the, the inflation hedge thing for like the last few weeks. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know. Yeah, I, exactly. I was consuming your content. Yes. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Yes, yes. Inflation on, hedge. And, and, and let us not forget that as, as more and more Wall Street money go into any asset, increase in securitization will lead to an increase in correlation with the markets. Yes. Right. Exactly. So uh, for all you people that are like super excited about crypto, uh, yeah, you should be a little bit concerned when all this big money comes in. Uh, right. They will they will control your game. But it's okay, like, At least everybody knows what game is being played. I think that that that's important. Mm-hmm. Now we just need regulation to come in with like rules of the game. Otherwise, it's just meh. Yeah, it's a wild wild waste. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But I I got one question for you guys. Right. Cool. With regards to this. Um, Russia moving into to Ukraine and all of these things. Do we know what happened when they when they hit Crimea? Um, what happened to the market? Okay. I mean, back then. Yeah, so so I actually saw something on this today um, on Twitter because mm. I did not want to work on my day on leave. Um, so so essentially, every single conflict, right? Even if it's local, if like it's US invading Iraq, it, it's something to do with Egypt. Markets go down, right? And and they go down. Very quickly in very short order. It's like you know, ten percent in in ten days, that kind of thing, right? Or, or 20 percent, depending on the severity of the conflict. It historical that it always always goes down and it always goes down quickly, right? But you know, we have gone past all this, right? And, and the market has kept mm. going up. It, it goes up and to the right if you zoom out long enough. <laughs> so I think it's it's okay. It's like right? a meme these days, you know. You zoom out fine. Huh? <laughs> zoom. It's, it's up and to the right. market not doing well. It's okay. Let's zoom out. Let's zoom yeah. out, huh, guys. Let's zoom out. It's, it's okay. You if you, if you buy Bitcoin, you can even change your lock scale, right? Yeah. And it looks even better. <laughs> Are you gonna lock scale me now? Okay, okay. Yes, but you know, but I think that that's what has happened, right? Because none of these events have really led to you know the world ending or, or like mm. economies collapsing. At least the US mm. economy, um, because well, the US isn't being invaded, right? So you know, markets have always recovered, and and that's why I was thinking, oh, actually, you know what? This might be a time to, if you haven't been DCAing. To, to really start looking at it, right? You, because as, as you said, you know, a lot of the tech companies that we look at, they are not really going to be affected unless, the, unless shit really happens, right? Like real, really, really happens. And if that's the case, but the market is discounting it, why not, right? Like, like the, the whole point of a lot of value investing is that, oh yeah, the market can be slightly inefficient in the short term because of emotions, whatever. Our, our goal is, is to try to make use of that, right? Exactly. So... So, so you no, know, I, I think now is a, not financial advice, but now is a decent time to go, oh yeah, you know, I like this company. I think good fundamentals, they can survive. They are not going to be affected by a war in Ukraine mm. you know, or sanctions against US because they are a US tech company. They don't care about Russia. Then it's time to start scaling in as the market you know, puke because of whatever reason. Yeah, mm. and I think a lot of these companies have come down very seriously in price, right? Like yes. fifteen billion or sub twenty billion range is very exciting, right? Very okay, not financial advice, uh, but sub twenty billion are uh, very easy to get multi baggers, uh. really, yes. really, right? I'm I'm a little bit edgy mm. on like the sing one one billion two billion space, you know, because a lot of them are in the early days of their business, you know, um, nobody really. You know, very confident yet. They they also figuring things out. But usually, mm. when a business can get to a ten billion dollar valuation, that means there's a big bunch of people that already kind of understands and you know agree and recognizes the value of the business, right? So, yeah. uh, but of course, it's not a given. Uh, doesn't mean it's it's, it's you know uh, it's expensive means it's good. Uh. Yes. Uh, but after investing, it's, it's for a many nice years, range, right? It's a safe yeah. range. Mm. 
Yes, it's like their business model is kind of proven. Yes. You know, they, are, they, are, they are not like giving you $2 to earn $1 just to grow revenue to, yes, to yes, like, yes, you know, yes. make their metrics look better. Yes. They, they yes. have some free cash flow yes. and all that. So, so yeah, yeah I think, I mean, you, you, you could look at the metrics specifically, but if you don't, then you just want to look at market cap, I guess that, that kind of works too. Yeah, I mean, I mean, okay, you don't just look at market cap, uh, please don't. Yeah. But, but, but I mean, know, the, the market experience. cap is a size. It, it's, yeah. it's a signal of where they have developed. Yes, yes, yes. From experience, usually 10 to $20 billion businesses, you know, at, at fair valuation is, are usually, you know, considered quite, Quite interesting la, because like what Anthony said, mm. market's been proven, model's been proven. Whether it can continue to grow, that's the big question mark, right? And then if they can continue to grow and dominate the space they're in, then yes, you get the multi-baggers. Right, so pretty much that's the that's the uh, one of the key indicators, which I will talk about in the uh, next week's episode. Well, much oh, I come to okay. your episode today, right? To, to market to market my podcast, uh. right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> then, when are we when are we going to yours to market our podcast? Okay, come, come, yeah, come, yeah, come, yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. come, come to my yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> every week now, every week, okay. <laughs> mm, every every week, uh, yes, cross pollinate. <laughs> Awesome, Coconuts. Uh, Thanks so much for listening in. Hope this was useful. And we will see you folks next week. Bye. All right. See you guys. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode with me, Rakesh. And trust that you learned something today. If you enjoyed the session and want to be part of the banter, join our community Telegram group or follow us on social media. We also have a weekly newsletter to get a digest of the news we covered. To sign up, please click the description below. As always, we love your feedback. So share that with us at hello at thefinancialcoconut.com. Thanks and stay safe.